Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi folks, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson, and we come to you every week with this wonderful podcast. We are, our, our mission, our vision is to help enable churches and church leaders, volunteers to be able to do their job, and that's kind of why Steve and I do this. We're so glad to, to, to be able to be with you here for the next 30 minutes or so. Steve, very quickly, before we get into today's subject, which has to do with Christmas Eve, tell us a little bit about JSL Solutions. What do we have? So JSL Solutions, as you mentioned, we primarily, we only serve the church market. We have three primary products, well, four primary products now. We just launched a new one last week that's in our beta phase. Um, we have uh, streamingchurch.tv to meet your streaming needs, church app live, mobile app, and myflock.com, which is website management and church management. And this new thing. The new one. We're, Calling Greeter Church, nice. And we're an online greeter. We have professional greeters that will greet and welcome everyone that comes to your church website for you. So the Greeter Church, that's actually a website. So a lot of people are, are used to typing in .com, but they would just type in Greeter Church. Yep, Greeter Church. It's going to be free for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the pricing is going to be next year, but you can use it now and to post a professional greeter on your church website. One of the things that I think confuses some people is uh, we actually provide the host. So you put a little snippet of code on your church website, and we'll support all your visitors through chat and any questions they have and that sort of thing. That's you know, most of the big businesses have this, mm-hmm. so we're extending this capability to ministries. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. If you need more information, just send us an email, support at church, no, support at greeter.church, right? Yeah, we're still learning it, huh? Yeah. yeah. We can't, it's hard for us to get it. We actually do have the have a domain, though, right, that, that is a .com, not to confuse people, but we do yes, have greeterchurch, we, we have greeterchurch.com, right? Correct. All right. But... You know, either one will get to us, but uh, support at greeter.church. And we're excited about it. We've got a few churches using it already, and uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. So we can tell you more about it if you want more information. So uh, enough about that right now. Uh, we are a tech company, but we also want to help you uh, in your ministry. And uh, today we're going to talk about Christmas Eve. Yes, so how to get 16 things to prepare for your Christmas Eve service. All right, so... Uh, by the way, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I don't know how many people will be listening to this on Thanksgiving, but if uh, we miss you on Thanksgiving, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Very thankful for you, our customers. If you are a customer, and uh, if you're not a customer, uh, we're still thankful for you. But let's talk a little bit about Christmas Eve because it is coming up here in about a month. Yeah. So what um, what percentage of churches do you think uh, have Christmas Eve services? I didn't look up the stats. I did not, but almost every church I know almost has every, has at least uh, one Christmas Eve service. And yeah, that's, that's... I'm limited, obviously, but I've been around the block a few times. So I most churches will have a Christmas Eve service, most yes. will. 
the big question is, will they have a what kind of a service will they have on December twenty seventh, which is just what three days away, three days after Christmas. You got a Sunday right after Christmas. Yeah, and that's, two days after Christmas, right? Yeah, so that's a that's a challenge. Of course, we do have that thing where you can do simulated live. We've talked about that before. You could do a simulated live service. You could produce a video and then run a simulated live uh, instead of a instead of a real you know in person Christmas service or I guess yeah, day after Sunday Christmas. After. So yeah, after give Christmas. your staff the weekend off after they've just. Had the major crunch to get through the Christmas Eve service. Yeah, so if you need, if you have, if you have questions about that, send us an email. But so let's talk about Christmas Eve because I have been involved in churches pretty much all my adult life now. You have as well. Christmas Eve, if you're doing a Christmas Eve service or services, uh, it can kind of be a big thing. It can be kind of stressful because you're trying to do something and it's a little bit out of the ordinary. And chances are you have some special things going on. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about how you can – hopefully this list will help alleviate some of your stress. And if that's the case, uh, you know, hopefully we can help you with that. So let's just kind of go through the list of some things that you might want to check off and uh, hopefully get you ready for Christmas Eve. Yeah, and some of the some of these earlier ones may be a little more obvious than others, but number one on our list is volunteers. Volunteers. Chances are you're going to need more volunteers uh, you're going to have more people attending your Christmas Eve service than a typical Sunday. Usually that's the case because, as Steve, as you and I both know, uh, a lot of people who don't normally go to church will sometimes go to church, many times go to church uh, on for a Christmas service or a Christmas Eve service uh, or an Easter service. Uh, so there's a lot of people staying away for whatever reasons. Plus you have family sometimes that's in town. Of course, we're in Tucson. So we get a lot of people coming in because the weather's so nice. And and in, in churches I've been a part of in Tucson, they you know a lot of family shows up from out of town that comes with their family that lives here, you know. And so the chances are you're gonna have a lot more people attending your Christmas Eve service than a typical Sunday. So therefore, you're gonna need some probably more volunteers to make your service you know run smoothly. Right. And, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how, you know, we've talked about different volunteer stuff. Uh, it's up to you as far as software. There's, you know, worship planning. There's all that stuff. We're no, that's not our intention today to get in any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, you, you just want to make sure that you've got yeah. enough so, people on hand. And Yeah, so nursery stuff, uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk more details here down the list here. But parking maybe, help, help, help directing yeah. parking, making yeah, sure number- bathrooms are right. Yeah, number two on our list is parking. Should yeah. we jump right into parking? Uh, sure. Well, maybe we don't need to talk too much about that. Well, but may not need to, but uh, parking, you know, depending on your facility, you got to make sure you got enough parking available. Right. And I know that when we launched our, our brand new facility for the first few weeks, we were really having to be strategic mm-hmm. on the parking. Yeah. So one of the things that, that we did, and, and I think a lot of the staff, you know, would, would recognize is you – all your your regulars and your staff and your volunteers, you let them know, hey, we're going to go park across the street at the mm-hmm. you know somewhere else, and leave our whole parking lot for uh, people coming to yeah. church. Yeah. So there, there's creative ways you can do that. You can have your volunteers park somewhere else. You know, your staff park somewhere else. <clears throat> uh, when I was starting a church in Kansas, uh, we had uh, we did a grand opening. 
on Easter. We actually did two grand openings uh, two years in a row, and that's a whole other story. But we actually parked somewhere else. Uh, fortunately, there was some place to park right down the street, so we had a little shuttle going for our volunteers uh-huh. and our staff. And so we opened up our parking lot by creating more spaces. And uh, so that's that's an important thing to do. Parking is very important. So if you you know if you don't have a if you if you're limited on your parking, uh, then you need to come up with some creative ideas. Either shuttle some people, or uh, you know whatever you got to do, park in the dirt or something. <laughs> we actually expanded our parking lot, uh, and it worked out really well. But anyhow. Parking. All right, so parking is a consideration because you're gonna have, you're gonna have a good crowd. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing is uh, determining the number and the times of the services. All right. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast on this date here in December, right before Thanksgiving, you're up against a deadline. You really need to. If you haven't decided if you're going to do multiple services, you better pull the trigger now and get the word out. But uh, you know, you may, our church is not that large, but we actually created, we've, we actually run two Christmas Eve services. We run one at four o'clock in the afternoon. A lot of people are getting off work early and they want right. they want to come to a four o'clock service and then get out of there so they can spend Christmas Eve with their family. But we also have a five thirty service. So our service is obviously only an hour. It doesn't give you much time to clear out the parking lot and stuff, but we, we try to end within an hour, sometimes before an hour, and then we start the other one up at 5.30. And again, we're doing that to make it available for, for some people that may be off work early or off work totally on that day. And then there are some people that, for whatever reasons, can't get off work early, and so or not, not very early, so that the 5.30 service can work for them. And so that's just something to throw out there if you haven't done this yet or maybe for next yeah. year. You know, So you're going to want to... Decide when they are, and then get the word out, like starting now. Yeah, if you haven't done that, get the word out, and right. uh, that's that's obviously good. All right, so moving right along here, uh, number so four. number four, yeah. or overflow and equipment. Number four, overflow and equipment. So again, uh, you could have, if you're doing this right, you could you should have a pretty good turnout for your Christmas Eve service. So you might expect that you might have more people than your sanctuary or worship center whatever you want to call it, may hold. So you might be prepared in advance to have some overflow space. Right. You know, plenty of chairs. Yeah, and it might be a good idea. I mean, as, as we do, we, we kind of encourage the, um, the core faithful to be the first ones into the overflow mm-hmm. and, and so that you leave the, the, you know, the normal sanctuary area for, for, the, for the less frequent guests. Yeah. So, that's that's a very good tip, Steve, uh, and I know we've done that, and you have too. And that is, you know, hey, you got lots of people coming. Uh, those who are regular attenders, uh, you know, you need to probably communicate in advance. Hey, if we have a big turnout, would you please consider going to the overflow area and making room for guests and newer people? Right. And that that would be a good thing. So you you probably ought to make sure you've got your overflow area. Maybe has plenty of chairs, perhaps some screens with video feed. Yes, don't have that. A sound that at least important. proper sound in there. Right. Uh, make sure the volunteers, you know, assist those. Uh, so if you're doing the offering or candle lighting, many churches have a Christmas Eve candlelight service. Ours does that. So you want to make sure if you have an overflow area that your volunteers who are helping you with these things like the offering and candle lighting, make sure they <laughs> they don't forget about the overflow. Right. <laughs> you know. So. All right, so number five, number five. As we move right along here, childcare. 
child care. So you want to make sure, uh, you want to really make it clear to your congregation and on any of your advertising, your social media advertising, whatever you're using, that if child care is going to be provided for your Christmas Eve services, uh, you want to make sure you have space <laughs> for the nursing mothers. And, right. And you want to make sure. Yeah, go ahead. And you want to just communicate because a lot of times the Christmas Eve services are intended to be family mm-hmm. services where you bring the kids and everybody and there right. is no child care. Or sometimes you know, they say, well, let's put child care together. So just make sure you communicate what you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to communicate in advance, so do it now if you haven't already, and uh, you know, make sure. Yeah, my church, we generally go ahead and just drag the kids in because we try right. to make our services kind of kid for Christmas Eve. We try to make yeah. it kid friendly, and yeah, and, and that's and, uh, that's uh, I think pretty common. Yeah, kind of nice to have the whole family together for Christmas right. Eve. And try to give some of your right. childcare workers a little bit of a break if they can. So, all right. all right, moving right, right. along here. Yeah, we got a we got sixteen, so we're going to really yeah, cruise. Yeah. So, um, if you offer multiple types of services, you need to figure out what you're going to do for your Christmas Eve service. Yeah. So, if you've got a traditional service and a contemporary service, you'll need to figure out what you're going to do for the Christmas service. And I know uh, at our church, we've uh, we've even mixed it up for the the Christmas Eve service in that uh, we do um, contemporary. But on Christmas Eve, we go, uh, I guess you call it folksy, with uh, mm-hmm. we'll a lot of times just have an acoustic guitar and a, mm-hmm. one guy you know, leading worship, and then we just sing hymns, you know, Christmas hymns, yeah. carols and hymns and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, so types of services, kind of figure out what you're going to do and go for it. Uh, as we move along here, marketing. Our next point is marketing and communication. <laughs> yeah, and we've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but a little bit. you know, starting next week mm-hmm. or you know, in the beginning of December, you need to start putting out the postcards and getting yep. the info communicated, get your website updated, and, you know, all that sort of thing. Get yep. the word out on what's happening for um, Christmas Eve. Right, and remember that a lot of these people, you know, who are considering coming don't normally come to your church maybe a lot. And so make sure you're clear on things, you know, uh, don't use inside. We used to call this inside language. I think we did a podcast on this. So make sure Christianese, you're, yeah, make sure you're communicating things that people understand. Uh, but it's, you need to get it going now if you haven't got it by now. All right. Number so eight. worship, number eight worship team, just make yeah. sure that these guys are organized and have the the music set figured out and what they're going to be doing and practice dates and all that stuff figured out, you know, yeah. a month in advance or so. Practice, practice, practice. And we have this little bit of a challenge for us because, you know, we're doing, I don't know about you guys or whoever's listening to the podcast here, but chances are your Christmas Eve service is going to be a little different probably than your regular service. So your, your, your team of musicians, you know, they're going to have to kind of, uh, practice and practice the order of service, so to speak, as the order of service changes. And, you know, every, when so-and-so is doing a reading, when so-and-so is lighting a candle, you know, make sure everybody's on the same page and practice, practice. And, you know, uh, I know you probably don't have a lot of experience with this, Steve, but I used to be a worship leader. Christmas music is, <laughs> it's very difficult at times. It, it, it's very, it's not fun to play. It, it, it's challenging. And so, uh, it's not the easiest stuff to do, 
believe it or not. And so uh, you, you need to put a little extra time and practice in it. And so you need to get on your worship team if, if you happen to be a, a leader to kind of get on them in, in a nice way <laughs> to, you know, make sure you guys are down on this and get, get the practice right. So, okay. right. so number nine is our AV or our programming team. Make yeah. sure the, the, uh, the tech guys are ready and equipped for this special service. Yeah, this is real so. important. Uh, yeah, because you know, again, it depends on what kind of church you have. But but if you're listening to this Church Solutions podcast, you probably are either involved in tech or your team does tech stuff. So uh, you know, make sure everybody again, everybody's on the same page. Make sure you've got things mapped out. I mean, for us, we've got a couple of special videos going, uh, different things that we you know we want to make sure things are loaded up and ready to go, and people know again the order of service, <laughs> very right. important. Uh, so, all, right. all right, so number 10, and maybe we spend a minute on this, is tickets. Yeah, we did this when I was working for your church, I think, once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I maybe mean, done it a couple of times. And the the thought of it was kind of like, tickets? I need a ticket to come to church? What is that all about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and basically what it is, is everyone knows that the services are going to be full and crowded. And we had multiple Christmas Eve services, so... At least one year we put together tickets, and basically it wasn't, you know, you, you didn't have a ticket, they wouldn't let you in the door, no, it wasn't that at all. It was just, um, it's more it helped it. out with the planning. Yeah, it's more for the administrators, more for the planning. Right. Uh, yeah, if you come and you don't have a ticket, I mean, we let people in. Yeah, you uh, get in, you get, <laughs> even if you don't have a ticket to your service, but it kind of helps, it helps balance the, um, and, and help people plan. They go, oh, it's, the later Christmas Eve service, you know, we've given away... 300 tickets and our sanctuary holds 300 people we need to you know really push the earlier one so kind of gives you a feel for what's going to happen and that's a good way to do it yeah it is so consider that i mean might be a a foreign concept to many of our listeners but it's something to think about if you have multiple services and you want to get an idea who's coming and and uh, it's not foolproof, but it gives you a little bit of an idea. And All the right. tickets are free. Yeah, they are free. It's it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, if you have, especially if you have three services, you know, which I know your church has done, and maybe even right. more. I think one year I was there, we did four. But uh, so yeah, it really just helps the administrators. So tickets are something to consider, you know. And uh, right. anyhow, let's move on here. We're running out so, of time. Running out of time. So security. Yeah. Um, just yeah. Make yeah. sure you take that you. Think about security, especially as we're getting, you know, as things are getting elevated here in the U.S. Um, and churches are a target. So yeah, they are, uh, and that's uh, yeah. We'll just throw that out to you. Think about security. Maybe you've got uh, some police officers that attend your church, or ex-cops, or ex-military, or maybe current military that attend your church. Maybe they would be, you know, maybe you could have a little meeting with with a team, put together a team that you know, has a good idea on some things and. Uh, yeah, right. Just consider that. Okay, here's something that you that your church used to do. Uh, family photos is another thing to consider. Yeah, for the Christmas service. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's you know that you're gonna have the whole family together. They're gonna be looking good. So it's a good a good thing to to potentially offer is have a photo booth or a photographer available yeah. to take pictures and get let. You know, people have these pictures for free. Yeah, there so. you go. Family photos, kind of a fun little thing for Christmas Eve. The next one is charity drive. So December is a great month to participate in, you know, some sort of a charity drive. My church is having a, 
Oh, it's interfaith, community services, donating food and things. And so we've got a big couple boxes out there. People can, you know, bring something in. So a charity drive, you know, it might be something to consider for your Christmas Eve service. Have somebody bring, you know, either whatever it might be, canned food or something, you know. Right, exactly. Uh, And then Bible stories, Bible stories for the kids. That's our next one. And uh, so, again, we do this. I actually, last year, I myself, uh, towards the beginning of our Christmas Eve service, we brought a big couch up on the platform. We put the Christmas tree up. We kind of decorated our our worship center. like kinda, We try to make it really homey with Christmas decorations, and, and we try to make it kind of like a real intimate setting. And on the stage where the musicians were, it was a challenge, but we did this. We actually put uh, you know, a big couch on there, and we had kids come up, and they sat. Uh, with me on the couch, and I opened up a big, big book, and I read a Christmas story for uh, just a couple minutes to the kids. Yeah. So something to consider. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, Bible story maybe, or whatever you might want to have for your yeah, kids. The, the real meaning of Christmas is explained to the kids, and the big yeah. kids in the audience will get it too. That's right, with Uncle so. Phil. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I pulled out a pipe and put on a – no, I didn't do anything. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> so we got two more on our list. Very quickly, Advent Calendar. Uh our church doesn't really do an Advent deal, but there's Advent calendar, and some churches do that. Uh, you know, we're talking about lighting Advent uh, candles, candles and those kind of things. Uh, so it, it it's probably, I can't remember, I think it's 25 days leading up to Christmas, I think, is Advent. And yes. so, you know, keep that in mind, perhaps, uh, to, to put online in the post to lead up to your Christmas Eve service, maybe, you know? Right, right. All right. And special service elements. Yeah, special so service things, elements. Go ahead. We're at this service. Things like having a nativity sim, uh, set up, hot chocolate, carolor, carolers singing, you know, just the special stuff that right. you might yeah. have. Candle kind of lighting, in, candle lights. Yeah, enrich yeah. your your service. Yeah. Uh, I know at the end of ours we do a little thing where everybody gets a candle uh, and they, you know, we light the candles and the whole congregation eventually, you know, each person lights the other person's candle with their oh, deal, and yeah, that's uh, cool. yeah, it's kind of fun. And then it's kind of fun, and then and it's very intimate. And we then we sing like uh, uh, "Holy Night," I think, together at the end. And so something to yeah. do. But special elements. So think about special elements. Uh, if you haven't thought about it already, uh, make sure you've got them. Like I know one year for us, we had those little little candles everybody would hold, you know. And and right. we said, oh, we got plenty of those from last year. And we went to pull them out. Like I think it was like a week or two before Christmas. We actually pulled them out, and they got hot, and they had melted. And so we had all these little candles that we thought we could use were kind of warped <laughs> and melted. And so we had to scramble to grab some more little candles. So make sure you check for your elements, your special service elements now, <laughs> to make sure you've got everything, even if you think you already have it, because it's probably been in storage for a year. And who knows what it looks like now. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we made uh, it. We're, we're out of time here. So, uh, folks, if you need some, have some questions, uh, you can always send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And, again, we hope that you have a great holiday season with Thanksgiving and Christmas. And if we can help you, if anything, uh, that's what we're here for. You can check our Church Solutions podcast out on iTunes. Or, as we were talking last week, Steve, any, what is it, any podcast provider, but, yeah, any, any your favorite podcast player, just look for Church Solutions church, in the podcast listing. So look for Church Solutions uh, podcast in a podcast deal, or you can find us at streamingchurch.tv. I think we have our podcast 
in there somewhere under resources. We we're under new medium. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, you're right. I was just agreeing. You're just agreeing with me. Okay, good. NewMediaMinistries.tv is another one. Uh, you can check us out on, and uh, we're all, we all, we usually put this the audio version of this on YouTube. It's just audio, but you can always go to YouTube, look under StreamingChurch.tv, and you'll probably find our Church Solutions podcast. So, all right, so that about wraps it up. We went through a list there. Hope your hope your Christmas Eve goes great, and we're done, right, Steve? We are done. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. If uh, if, you, if you happen to catch us on Thanksgiving or before or afterwards, and happy holidays, happy Christmas, happy New Year, and all that good stuff. But uh, we'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care. <laughs>